I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck has foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. All wings report in. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. Nothing amazing about it. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Nerd alert! Wicka wicka Obi-Wan 1 1 Obi-Wan Breakdown. Hello there. It's your host, Obi-John Kenobi, and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerd Alert. This is going to be hot and loose because we're throwing out what we had and doing a whole new topic uh, that Jay just beautifully introduced for us. And I really hope we're going to use that on the the uh, soundboard, too. How does it go again, Jay? <laughs> I don't even remember now. It was a one-time oh. thing. It was a one-time deal. It, okay. No, it wasn't. It's recorded. It's, it's, yeah. it's a forever. Yeah. We'll, we'll have it back. It's coming back. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, I'm your host, Obi John Kenobi. With me, as always, my right hand man, uh, the man who keeps the nerd and taught nerdy to me, who's going to keep all those amazing J quotes in one big file, uh, one giant binder of J quotes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Commander Scott. Yeah, and anybody who's been listening to the show for the past couple of weeks uh, will will note that I have been working on the G, the definitive uh, uh, doc, the J, the doc soundboard. Um, Eventually, we won't even actually need him on the show. I'll just be able to just just slip in J quotes whenever, and we can interact with it. We're just going to feed those to one of those AI robots and have <laughs> it just randomly generate Jason quotes for us for our show. That'll yep. be awesome. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but uh, real quick, uh, I, I do have a, a a small nerd fact, something that I learned this week uh, that I found very interesting. Uh, it won't okay. take it won't take long, I swear. Okay, uh, so strap in. It's about 30 I, minutes. I, I know there's some people out there who think my nerd facts go a little long, and, and I, I, I won't take longer than 45, 50 minutes, I swear. Okay, okay. Um, okay. Uh, definitely I'll keep it under an hour. Uh, no, um, uh, I, don't, I don't get into politics much because uh, it, 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 it fatigues me. But um, uh, the whole term, you know, when it comes to political viewpoints, the whole term of left and right, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It always bugged me because left and right of what? Like center, a, a center. Okay, but why is the left on the left and why is the right on the right? <clears throat> why, why is one a donkey and one's an elephant? Who knows? It, it, why is it up and why isn't it up and down? Why is the left the left and the right the right? And so I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole this week, and actually, it dates back to the French Revolution. Ah, great, the French, and the French, yeah. Uh, so in in 1789 is when the left and the right terms first appeared uh, and, and were associated with political uh, viewpoints uh, with the National Assembly of the French Revolution 1789 when the assembly divided its it, it, itself into 
supporters of the king or the conservatives, the ones who like the status quo, uh, and supporters of revolution uh, or the liberals, the ones who wanted wide sweeping change. And literally, uh, the president of the assembly physically divided them up to supporters of the king were on his right and supporters of revolution were on his left. Huh. That's hmm. why the left is on the left and the right is on the right. It's like that's like why a foot is twelve inches. Sure. Yeah, because of the French Revolution. I, I don't know. What? A foot. It's a foot because uh whoever the whoever it was, the president of France, not the king of France, the president of France. The king of France was a King the Louis. Queen of America. It was the length of his foot. Okay. Are you sure? No. I could just be pulling this straight <laughs> out of my ass. That uh, doesn't seem right to me. I'm pretty sure most of the measurements from the imperial system date back to the Romans. Well, tune in next week uh, when we'll reveal if that is or is not <laughs> how the foot got its name. Uh, in the meantime, joining us in person this time, not just cool quotes from a soundboard, ladies and gentlemen, from somewhere in time and space, it's the doc. Are we are we are we are we wiki wicked the wicka wicka breakdown wick? How's that go? Wicked. Wick. It is called a foot because it was originally based on the length of a foot. We'll get into that next week. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, oh, oh wait, wait. It's okay, Jay. Hang on, Jay. You don't have to laugh. I got you covered here. <laughs> See? Nice. Yeah, nice. Just, yeah, yeah, just, just, just tell me when you want to laugh. Just say laugh, and I'll, I'll, I'll get you covered. Wow. Can it be monotone? Can I just be like, laugh? <laughs> nice. I like laughing it. At his own, he's literally laughing at his own jokes, kids. Yes. Uh, all right. So we had a whole show prepped, and we're throwing that out now because uh, of reasons. And we are instead getting into uh, a topic you you knew was coming at some point. Um, it's been hitting up the interwebs and, and Disney Plus. Uh, it is, I would say, probably the most uh, anticipated of all the Star Wars streaming things that are out. Uh, it's 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 been through multiple iterations. It was going to be a movie, and then maybe a movie trilogy. And anyway, we're talking about the Obi Wan Kenobi series on disney plus uh why it's the greatest thing ever and there's nothing wrong with it and we love every single <laughs> bit of it and every character is fantastic and there are no plot holes or contrivances or uh things that just happen to the plot along it is a masterpiece right everyone's on the same page as that right jay you yeah right yeah yes in the same sense that sometimes when i take a crap in the morning i consider it a masterpiece as well wow uh uh, so no, we're, we're now that the show is in its entirety, it's all all six episodes are out. Everyone can see all of it now. You can sit down and watch it beginning to end um, because there's a lot of uh, uh, things people were complaining about yeah. even after one or two episodes, and it's like, hey, you know, let the whole show be done. But the whole thing's out now. We've all seen and, it now. So yeah, what's up? Sorry, not to interrupt, John, but my and is that apparently in some select theaters. You will be able to watch the show in its entirety from one through six in one sitting and pay money to see it 
in a I would, theater. I would do that in a heartbeat. In fact, I would, I would drive. I would drive an hour and a half each way and give up an entire Saturday. Spend do, all day? All day and do that. I would. Wow. Because that's the kind of guy I am. You know, even if I didn't live conveniently near a theater, I would drive to do that. I would. That's just, that's just me. Well, laddie, fucking <laughs> <laughs> that, That's the kind of show you're getting today, kids. <laughs> so, I guess we'll go around the horn, and uh, without getting into super specifics, what was everyone's general feelings about uh, one Kenobi? Uh, oh. Jay, we'll start with you since you got us on this whole thing. I've got Jay's. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that an actual quote for me? That is. That is actually your voice, sir, saying, meh. That might, that might be the shortest soundbite ever. Uh, it That is how I feel, though. Okay. <laughs> at one point in time while watching the series finale, I just sort of looked at Megan, and Megan was like, why do you have such a confused look on your face? And I was like, because that's just how I feel about this series. <laughs> I mean that, and it wasn't a confused look. It was more of a, eh, eh. sort of like a visualization, visualization. There you go. Of that, of that quote. This is I teach math. I teach math. Okay. All right. Exactly. Gosh. So yeah, there you go. Scott. Oh, um, you know, my um, uh, uh. Hang on, twenty-five. Okay. Sorry, I gotta, I gotta uh, uh, note the time for that. I teach math quote. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so my uh, uh, my my take on Obi wans not much different uh, than Jay's. Um, while I I did enjoy the 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 overall kind of story they were trying to tell, my whole thing is I wish. That they'd known. I wish this show had known going into it what it wanted to be because it kept flip flopping back and forth. Or, or like you know, focus on one antagonist here, one story. Are we telling the Vader story? Or are we telling the the Reva story? You know, who's our villain? You keep flip flopping back and forth uh, on me and, and everything, and you're giving me kind of half of two really good stories. Um, I, so I just kind of wish it had known a little bit more going into it what it wanted to be. It, it felt at the it, at times like it just kept going. Okay, now we're gonna do a one eighty and we're gonna do this for a while. Oh no, now we're gonna flip back over and we're gonna do this for a while. And and, and I'll get into more detail why I say that. But right. overall, that's that's it, it was unfocused. You know? Okay. Uh, I've been asked this question a lot lately because apparently people, for, for some reason, think I just love Obi Wan Kenobi unconditionally. I don't know why. Obi Wan, Obi Wan, Obi. What over the years has given them that impression of myself? Yeah, Obi John. Uh, I don't know. I wonder. From, totally, totally out of left field. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea where this is coming from. Yes. Um, so what? I wonder if he needs old John Kenobi. Does he mean old John? Old John Kenobi across yeah. the Dune Sea. Hold on, let me go see if he's home. Hold on, I'll be, I'll be right back. I'm gonna see if he's home. <laughs> hey there, it's old John Kenobi. Totally hey, not John. the same person. Do you recall owning a droid, old John? I don't, even though I definitely did at one point. <laughs> it is senility. I will say things about my past. <laughs> say what? 
<laughs> I said senility is catching up on you, old John. <laughs> yes. I will say things about my past that are totally wildly untrue upon recollection. Uh, um, so look, uh, I, I was, for the moment, Lucasfilm teased anything about officially doing anything with Ewan McGregor coming back as the character. Even when it was just, hey, he came in to record a line of dialogue to, to slap into Rise of Skywalker. I was excited. And, and, and I say... I wanted this. I don't mean I wanted specifically this, but I wanted to see you McGregor get a chance to come back and play this role again. Um, and leading into the, the, the series dropping, it, it was ticking all the right boxes um, for me. It, 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 they brought back uh, Hayden Christensen to be Vader and Anakin. And that's awesome. Uh, I was very, very hyped going into it. Um, and, and I'll say this. It has moments of greatness in every episode. In every episode, there's at least one scene that I'm like, well, that was really cool, or that was uh, good, or, or that was an, uh, an interesting scene, or you know, there's at least one good scene or sequence in every episode. Yeah, I would love to see them cut that all together into like a two and a half hour movie, because um, my God, there's a lot of fat to be trimmed off this show, uh, and I'm really curious what the behind the scenes was. Um, I know at one point they literally changed out their entire writing staff. Um, and I know at one point it was pitched as a movie and then it was pitched as a trilogy of movies, which I think is way too much. Um, and even I'm saying that. And, and then it went to being, uh, okay, we'll do it as a series. Well, then there's the angel question of, okay, it's a series, but how many episodes is it? Are we, are we talking 22 episodes or, or 12 episodes or whatever? Um, so I'm really curious how much was added in just because, oh, well, we're a series now. We have more time to kill. Um, so that being said, I liked it. I, I loved parts of it. Um, and I am probably more apt to, to give it the benefit of the doubt because it's my absolute favorite Star Wars character in the history of Star Wars getting his own show. So it, it's sort of like Thor, uh, which I'm going to see next week. It may not be the best movie, but I'm going to enjoy it because it's Thor. Unless they fuck up Thor, which has happened before. But anyway, my point being, I'm probably the person on this show more apt to give it uh, uh, a chance and to to overlook some of its flaws. But even I can't overlook some of the just plain weird decisions in this show. Um, So that being said, we'll dive into specifics. Uh, I don't know if you want to go episode by episode or just dive into what really sticks out at you. I think just an overarching review of all of it, because okay. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't tell you specifics about episodes. I just know well, things happened. I'll say my, like, my <laughs> things did happen. You're not wrong, Jay. Things did indeed happen. <laughs> I sometimes wondered why they happened or how they happened. Uh, yeah. No, but my, they, first, they put the first two episodes out, and I'm very glad they did that. Because episode one is pretty damn slow. Uh, and it, it, it ends with him finally leaving Tatooine, which I'm like, we all knew that was coming. Uh, so I would have been very upset if, if we got that and they had to wait a week to get the second episode. Um, but that was my initial thought as well. This is getting kind of, this is, is off to a kind of a slow start. We only have six episodes. Um, and, and then the, just the, the constant impatience of me waiting for Obi-Wan to get his lightsaber out again. Um, take that to mean whatever you want. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I think chicken brown cow. Yeah, so I think the best way to look at this is the first two episodes are kind of act one. <laughs> the second two episodes are kind of act two, and the last two episodes are kind of act well, like the last part of the five and all of six or the third act. Uh, again, it felt like they were trying to take a three act structure and stretch it out yeah. way too far over six episodes. Yeah. Uh, but specifically, my biggest gripe with the show in general. Uh, and I think uh, all of you guys have, at least in some part, the same issue is <sighs> the more Disney leans into telling new stories in the time period of the original trilogy, the more careful they need to be treading with characters and t- the timeline and things like that. Because even though I'm fine with some of them, this show introduces a lot of, I don't want to say plot holes, but a lot of weird contrivances and things that further don't quite add up with what we already know going into the trilogy. And some of this was kind of unavoidable, but I thought going in, okay, uh, he'll have to leave Tatooine and go off and have some crazy random space adventure and then come back to Tatooine. And that's how we'll sync back up with where we saw him at the end of episode three and where we find him at the beginning of episode four. And that is not at all the case. Well, first of all, this series does not get him from the end of episode three to even where we see him in Rebels. No, absolutely where not. Him. Now, at the end of this, he starts down that path. This, yep. is a, this is a very good act one. Not a very good. This is a decent <laughs> act one of that overall story. Like, it's, 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 his, it's, his, it's the first leg of that journey. Personally, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing at least one more season, maybe two more, to get him to the Rebels episode four part. I, I'm. I would be. I. I think there's more story to be told there. Um, and when it comes to this, like, like Act One sets up some really good stuff. So the first mm-hmm. two episodes set up some really good stuff. Um. Uh, the second two episodes eh, kind of wavers a little bit, but it's it's a middle act. Act three is where is is where I would have done some major major rewrites and retelling of story. Well, uh, my and, biggest issue with the story, uh, and and I will 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 hash this out. There is way too much Luke and Leia in this show. Yes. To the point that in, in, in the last episode, we have to throw out lines of dialogue. Oh, uh, Luke, Tusken Raiders are coming. You better go hide because you can't see a lightsaber yet because um, that would just fuck up the continuity. Uh, it, like We're bending over backwards to have Luke somehow be in the story but not yes. see anything that yeah. happens because that would go against canon. And yeah. it makes zero fucking sense for – I'm going way ahead. I'm sorry. But for Reva to even be going after Luke because she yeah. has no idea who Luke is. Yeah, the only I, way that makes sense is if she knows that's Anakin's kid and she's yeah. trying to get revenge. But she doesn't know that because she yeah. can't know that. But it's the audience – it is the I, stupidest I thing ever. It, most of this, most of this story's problems, biggest problems, come in Act Three. It, it, what they set up in Act One and Act Two is is would be decently solid if they if they'd done a lot of things different in Act Three. And I've got a lot of fixes for Act Three. Okay, that's just well, I don't know about a lot, but yeah, I've got fixes for Act Three. 
and nitpicks and stuff on how I would have done things differently because, you know, Disney always consults me. But, you know, um, that being said, one thing to get getting off, I'm I'm gonna derail us from the what's wrong with this track real quick okay. to, to hop onto something that this does really well. Okay. And I'm gonna go back into Act One for this one. Okay. And that was so we you know we 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 were chatting about this on a on a road trip and and uh, we basically learned kind of through storytelling from you know somebody else that one of our friends. Uh, and I'm not going to names or anything. It's just not necessary. But basically, had had said, you know, that he he was confused as to why uh, Obi Wan was surprised that Anakin was Darth Vader because he should know this because he sees it on the security tapes and he thought it was a plot hole. But really, when when Obi Wan is is with Reva and is it the first episode when she reveals that Vader's alive? To I him? believe it's the end of the first episode. The end of the first episode. Yeah. No, end of the second episode. End of the second episode, okay. But he's not, that that whole acting sequence, that whole thing, isn't that he's surprised that Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader, that he knows. Right. It's that he know. it's that he didn't realize that Darth Vader was alive. Exactly. And because the last time he saw him prior to, prior to you know, this, this series was he was literally on fire. <laughs> he was a charred. Yeah. <laughs> One-legged. <laughs> Um, yeah, he had no limbs, he was on fire at the edge of a lake of lava, and, and was, he had a left arm, yeah, well, what he had man? a left arm, yeah. Well, no, no, he didn't, he didn't have a left arm because because he's pulling himself forward with his metal arm, and it's his right arm, he's pulling himself forward with his right arm that Dooku had cut off. That's the only limb he had left, was his artificial. Oh, I thought it was his left arm. No, no, it's right. Because after I finished Obi-Wan, I went back and watched episode three. Yeah. You um, know, old Darth Stubby. Old Darth Stubby. But um, but I love Ewan McGregor's performance in this whole sequence. Mm-hmm. From that sequence going up to the first meeting he has with Vader, it's it's all PTSD. You know, like everything is bubbling to the surface. You see the anguish on his face. From you know what he's had to live with for the past ten years, and now he sees that I was wrong. He's alive, and I have a chance to make this right because that fight with Vader, that first fight with Vader, he takes no offensive action at all. No, that's he, I, I. It's not even a fight. It's not. It's not even it's, a fight. It's not a fight. No, you're yeah. right. Yeah, he he is completely overwhelmed by the emotions, and like you said, everything bubbling to the surface. His his failure staring back at him. The the the, that great line that gave me chills. What are you, or what have you become? I am what you made me. Yes. Um, and I'll 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 go one further and say, even McGregor through the entire series, uh, just is acting the shit out of this role, Uh, and it's why I wanted to see him come back uh, because there's so much to sink his teeth into as an actor. But that moment, particularly. Uh, and yes, admittedly, when this was coming out week to week, and I just couldn't wait to see Obi-Wan, you know, ignite the lightsaber again and get into lightsaber fights again. And the first time he does it is out of like fear and he's just like blocking yes. hits. And yeah. yes, I was very upset and let down, but the series wasn't over yet. Yeah. Uh, but that whole first fight in retrospect, now that I've seen all six episodes, again, not a fight. It's yeah. it's him just doing the bare minimum to survive. Yep. Uh, and that yeah. I don't care what you if you love or hate the series the scene of vader 
force pulling him through the flames is metal as fuck. And it is just like one of the best Vader moments ever. Like to me, it's right up there with the hallway scene uh, from Rogue One. Like that is just pure Vader just enjoying every bit of his his revenge on Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan being so overcome he can't do anything to stop it. Uh, My only issue with that is this stupid convoluted way we get Obi-Wan out of that situation. Uh, because plot says so. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can tell the writers keep writing themselves into kind of a corner. And they kind of just have to go, okay, screw it. It just it just happens. It happens because it happens. We need him to get out of it. Um, but yeah, that, that quote-unquote fight. The first time you see him ignite a lightsaber in this, it is because Vader gives him absolutely no choice. It's either he ignites it and blocks, the, blocks it, or he dies. It's pure fear. Fear and instinct. Yeah. Uh, I just want to throw out my favorite thing about the series. Yes, sir. Was the fake Jedi. Yes. Jedi was cool. I liked him. I Uh, can't think of his name. Kamal Nanjiani. He was fantastic in the role. He, that was hilarious. The first time you see it and he's like, quote unquote, using the force and it's just (laughs) magnets. Yep. And then he like, when he confronts Riva and he's like, I am the Jedi you're looking for. And then she like pins him against the wall and he's like, those aren't magnets. <laughs> it's just like, he, he was good. I liked him a lot. I liked his, the career. whole idea of someone pretending to be a Jedi, I thought was great. Um, and then him playing that part because he's, he as an actor gives you equal parts, charm and like scum. So, like, you're mad at him because he's, he's, he's a fake Jedi, but he's so charming. You're like, eh, I can't stay mad at him. I mean, he was yeah. really smuggling people to safety. Yes. Yeah, it, it was It was yeah. a whole Jedi, well, not Jedi, but a whole Force-sensitive, you know, Underground Railroad thing. Uh, I Yeah, it was good. And that that's a plot point I thought was interesting and I would have liked to see them spend more time on. Uh, is the the path is what they called it. We're we're and not just Jedi, but anyone who's force sensitive because they're all being hunted by the Empire, uh, smuggling them to safety. I thought that was a cool storyline, especially something for for Obi Wan, uh, and and something that maybe was left open because maybe they want to do more because uh, there's a plot thread we kind of let left dangling. Yep. Um, gave us some cool nerd uh, reference moments like uh, Quinlan Voss name drop and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't care for the Quinlan boss name drop. Well, okay then. Well, and it goes back to one of the other things that I have issue with when they when they keep going back when they keep revisiting the well of this time period. Yep. It's like every time they come up with a new uh, storyline or or media or property or something that's in this time period, let's let's bring in more Jedi. Yeah. Because at this point, we now have three confirmed masters. Still alive. Okay. I'm I'm that, fine with that as a plot point, and, and here's why. There then needs to be a story where we follow the path and we see Vader and the Inquisitors have a big knockdown battle with these remaining Jedi and knock their numbers back down. Yeah, and, and that would be fine, you know, if they if they do it, but Disney you know, worksheet, uh give me a call. Yeah. Me and Scott yeah, write it. So, yeah, so you've got three masters confirmed still alive. In my head canon, there's four masters because fuck it, Mace Windu's not dead. I don't care what the fuck you say. Um, 
Uh, well, as this show taught us, being stabbed through the gut with a lightsaber <laughs> doesn't kill you, so Han Solo can yeah. still be alive. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and I keep going back. In fact, uh, uh, one of our artist buddies, James, I keep I keep telling him I want him to write like a, a not 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 a comic, but like a maybe a full page or something. You know, like a uh-huh. one one page of panels where you have that scene in Empire. You know, where uh, Luke is taking off and Obi-Wan is talking to Yoda and he says, that boy is our last hope. And Yoda says, no, there is another talking about Leia. But I want it to be reimagined as like, no, (laughs) there is another. Oh, and don't forget Quinlan's that. Oh, and Ahsoka's out there, too. Um, Oh, there's there's the one guy. There's like 17 others. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We just keep getting populated with Jedi everywhere. But the... What I thought was interesting, though, is when they, when Obi Wan went to the Inquisitor's base headquarters, whatever you want to call it, the Fortress yeah. Inquisitorius. Yes, and they had all those Jedi in like looked like amber. Oh, that yeah. was cool. And, Another plot thread we never come back to. Yeah, and one of them was the old master from one of the Clone Wars shows yeah with the cane lightsaber yeah where ahsoka yeah. loses her lightsabers uh, I, I did not catch that i didn't see yeah that. that's the one he's like he's looking at i i read an article i didn't realize it until i read an article and i was like oh crap that was him um but yeah he was one that obi-wan kind of dwelled on for a little while um yeah to all you people who say the cartoons aren't canon get over yourself yeah Right, yeah. canon. Uh, so much awesomeness. But I, uh, one thing I, I, I'm with you, John. There was too much Luke and Leia, but also in my own opinion, I didn't think Vader needed to be part of this series. I vehemently disagree with you on that well, one. I, I think Vader should have been there, and Reva needed her to go get her own show yeah. uh, because she served no purpose. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like this show tries to be two different stories shoved together. A like, show about inquisitors with her as the lead character could, could be, be interesting. Cool. Yeah. Yes, it could. But but when it comes to uh, uh, Obi Wan, if you're only going to do one series, then yes, Vader had to be part of it because we had to see this reconciliation between Obi Wan and Vader Anakin. And his past. We we had to see. Now, if you're going to do multiple Obi-Wan series, could you have done Reva in this one and only brought Anakin in or Vader in at the end of it to to, to bring to make him the focus of the second season? Yes, you could have, but you'd yep. have had to have done a lot of forethought planning. Yep, Maybe. which it has not been done. So I might be the minority in this then and say that I did not need to see that sort of dynamic between vader and obi-wan i think it's pretty i think it's pretty spelled out you know yeah well yeah but then what story are you telling you could have told any number of stories go back and listen to uh obi john and i's uh i'd watch that about obi-wan and we did like a seven samurai type thing with obi-wan that would have been an awesome series again disney we weren't cheap uh just call us yeah but no like to me this series just recycled all the stuff it it 
it was the same drum beats, but maybe at a different tempo. Like, oh, here's Vader. Here's Obi-Wan. Oh, hey, they met again. Look at yeah. that. Crazy. Which, which, and like, you, which you just described the music industry. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. the entire music industry. Hey, it's the same stuff, just a little different. Oh, yeah, I've listened to that. Are you trying to tell the, me that Nickelback songs? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, the four chord song i can't remember it's a, a comedian yeah i'm off track it's a comedian uh like band group and they do the four chord song where they say that you can play any song in the same four chords but anyway vader. i digress vader i didn't think he needed to be part of this i think you could have told a compelling story about obi-wan uh, i guess quote finding him without vader being in it well i think you could have done that and you could have so the the series is titled obi-wan kenobi or is it just obi-wan no it's obi-wan kenobi obi-wan kenobi so and and obviously no i i get this um i get what you're saying that but but at the same time one of the things that you have to do with a series titled obi-wan is you have to get him from where he leaves off to where we see him and this this series didn't fully get us there, but it got us a, a step closer. Um, but at the same time, I kind of felt like they were trying to tell an Obi Wan story. They were trying to tell a Darth Vader story. They were trying to tell a Leia story, and they were trying to yeah. tell an Inquisitor story. Like like there was a lot of different stories just kind of smushed in here together. I don't think it was quite speaking personally. I don't. I, I think Vader and Leia were much more side characters, and again, that that's one of my complaints is there's there's a hint of a really awesome moment at uh, the start of the fourth episode where Obi Wan's uh, just reviving from his wounds of being dragged through the fire, and he's in the back to tank. And I know some of us are a little back to tanked out after uh, uh, Boba Fett. Or uh, how do you, how do you say it, Jason? Boba Fett. There it is. That's, that's <laughs> how he said it. Yes. Um, but there's a moment where Obi-Wan's in the back to tank, and we cut to back and forth. We, we intersplice cuts of, of Anakin in the tank and him in the tank, and I thought we were about to have, like, a force connection. Um, not quite, like, a uh, 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 sequel trilogy diet and the force bullshit connection. But were like, they gonna, Were they going to pass lightsabers to each other? Again, not quite to that level. Uh, oh, but I, I thought it was an interesting parallel in their stories, and I thought from that point on we'd see more of Anakin and 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 or Vader or whatever, or him struggling with that. But he's really not. He doesn't get a storyline. He's just there to be the opponent for 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 Obi Wan. The 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 most character development <coughs> he gets of his own is when the the Emperor tells him, "Hey, knock this shit off." At the at the end of the show. Yes. Uh, and I would have I would have liked to see more uh, from Vader's perspective. Yeah, uh, we finally get that scene. <coughs> um, episode five finally gives us our flashback of of uh, Hayden and Ewan um, doing their their Jedi sparring thing, uh, which was awesome to see. Uh, and like that was that I wanted more of that. I wanted more in the way they cut between their fight in the flashback and the situation that's happening. Um, but in, in, in the present uh, timeline story, I thought was genius, and that's exactly how you should do flashbacks and cutaway because that lightsaber fight is an entire uh, analogy for the exact situation they're in right now, and it's how Obi Wan 
outsmarts Vader because Vader still hasn't learned. Like everything about that was great. I wanted that as the whole show. Yeah. Well, and, and, and well, it was it was that scene that made me that made me include there's a Vader story that they tried to pull put in here because yeah, there's you're, a snippet right. there. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 that one snippet is like I want to see that story. I agree. Like that's that I want to see. See, and that's that's what I say. If you want Vader to be in a series, then make a Vader series. But I didn't think he needed to be in Obi-Wan because it just like it muddles the timeline and it yeah. muddles things that we know. And like I know we've had this discussion, Scott, of you know, he says he says it's a a presence he hasn't felt since and he never finishes the sentence. Yeah, well, so we I get that, but to me, it still muddles the timeline because it's well, like, I, if you want to talk muddles the timeline, let's go look at Leia. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing yes. between Vader and Obi Wan that gets muddled. They did a good job on that because it's vague enough. Everything we hear in the original trilogy is is little lines of dialogue, like like Obi Wan once thought as you did. Or what I told you was true from a certain point of view. Like it, it's vague enough that this story doesn't contradict it. But the, the Leia storyline, and to a point, I was like, oh, okay, well, this is cool. I, I, I like that they're focusing on Leia a bit. And, and well, she doesn't know he's Obi Wan. Okay, fine. Until the episode where they flat out name Obi Wan and Ben at the same time interchangeably with her. And okay, she clearly knows Ben is Obi Wan Kenobi, which at first I was like, all right, fine. So it's a little weird that when she's sending a message, she doesn't say, hey, remember that time you saved me when I was a kid? She says, hey, you served my father in the Clone Wars. Okay, that's a little weird, but all right, I'll let it go. But then you look at the scene where, like, she's comforting Luke because Obi-Wan died. And and granted, we don't know how much ever uh, Luke ever really had to do with Obi-Wan pre-Episode 4. But, yeah. like, um, that whole scene just plays odd now. And it's not the fault of the movie. Because no. the movie was made in fucking 1977. It's the fault of this show. Because yeah. you had the opportunity to have your cake and eat it too. And you fucked it up. Well, it's it's like the meme that I sent you all. The one, you know, the, the, the 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 one that applies to the situation, yeah. Okay. Be, because it's literally the the scene where Leia's putting the 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 cloak around Luke after Ben after Kenobi's dead, or quote unquote dead, and she's like <laughs> she's like yeah I went on a whole adventure with him for several weeks. I went on a two week adventure like, with him during my formative childhood years, but no, I get it. You knew him for like seventy two hours. That's sad too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I love that whole thing. That was funny. That's very funny. Yeah. You're supposed to laugh at that. Everyone's supposed to laugh. <laughs> wait, That's laugh. It. I think you have a clip for that. Oh, wait. Yeah. Hang on. It's not up. I was I was doing things. I got it. Really? Okay. That didn't work at all. Alrighty then. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it to be something else that wasn't me laughing. No, 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 no. I just I, I had I was it's doing so things great. in the background. I had settings off. I wasn't prepped. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, Le like Luke and Leia didn't need to be in. Again, let me go back to what I said before. If you want to tell a story about Obi-Wan finding himself and reaffirming his powers and, you know, stepping, taking the step from the end of episode three to the beginning of episode four, or like where we see him in Rebels. 
then you can tell a different story that doesn't involve Luke or Leia or Darth Vader. But you can have the Inquisitors in it because that would be interesting. Him yeah. having to to fight off Inquisitors. You can have him leaving Tatooine and that's when, you know, him leaving Tatooine, Owen's like, oh, I'm going to have to look out for this kid for myself because that's what he'd been doing anyway. And then maybe you could actually have Tusken Raiders, which is, you know, something that would make sense instead of, you know, Reva trying to get revenge. Yeah. That on... whole... Oh, Luke right. didn't need to come back in this at all. The the one shot we got of Luke playing on top of the roof and, and Obi-Wan watching him, that's all the Luke this show needed. Because yeah. Luke doesn't yeah. do anything. Luke is a fucking plot point. He's a MacGuffin. Yeah. Uh, he's not a character. Um, it, 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 and they had to bend over backwards to give us that line of, oh, Luke, Tusken Raiders are coming. Go hide. Run, Luke. Don't look behind you. Just keep running, Luke. If you look behind you, you'd ruin continuity. Keep running, Luke. Uh, that was fucking stupid, and and it makes no sense uh, for for Riva to even go there. But uh, anyway, uh, the Leia stuff I was fine with until they shot themselves in the foot because the whole time we had okay, well she knows it's this old guy named Ben that her father sent to help her. She doesn't know that that's Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay, fine, a little thin, sure, but fine, I'll go with that. And then in the interrogation scene with Riva, where she can't even intimidate a ten year old, um, it it. it it, it's it, they they shoot themselves in the foot and it's like okay no she clearly knows Obi Wan is Ben now okay like that's what frustrates me that 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 Here, to me is and I don't I don't mean to get on like the whole broke cannon thing but like it just it retroactively makes the movies awkward well I mean you, you should know. never never prop up your show by taking by 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 diminishing the original show the original stuff I mean. Rogue One, as much as I love Rogue One, it's one of my favorite of the of the of the movies um, uh-huh. uh, and stuff. It, it, Rogue One is even guilty of this a little bit by having the Tantive Four actually at the fight, you know, because we have the whole line of, you know, um, uh, what, what was it? Uh, um, that this is a consulate ship. No, 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 no. You have the whole thing where, uh, you know, secret plans were, or several transmissions were beamed to this ship by rebel spies. I want to know what happened to the transmissions you intercepted. To to the line should have been, apparently, uh, several transmissions <laughs> were tossed to your ship through an open doorway by rebel spies. I know, I saw. So, I was cutting them down with lightsabers. Yeah, exactly. They threw I was you. there when it happened. No. <laughs> you, you could have taken the end of Rogue One and had those those troopers that were in that that secured door while Vader's fighting and trying to get there and they're trying to buy them time. You could have literally had them put that into a console. Yep. And blah 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 blah. As Vader gets there and cuts them down, he turns and looks at the console. It says transmission complete, and he he looks over at a at, at a at a, a officer or something, and he says trace that transmission. And then you cut to the Tantive Four in a whole different place. Yeah. And the person takes the disc out and hands it to Leia. Yep. Boom! You same ending, continuity, you know, created in, instead of that whole weird thing which makes lines. I, like I don't get why writers can't figure this out. Like how hard is it to take this line and maintain its continuity? It's not hard. I know. I, well, I, I can do it in like ten seconds. Apparently, it's very challenging to the writers of Obi Wan because. 
continuity be damned with her knowing who Obi-Wan is and then that whole awkward and then like you yeah, like you said, John, it does make that whole scene of her comforting Luke it, very awkward it, because it, it's it, like uh it doesn't like screw the story up. It still makes sense she'd be calling out to him for help, but her dialogue is weird. She'd still be comforting Luke because that's the kind of person she is, but it still makes it a little weird. Uh, it, it doesn't shatter continuity. It doesn't break it. It, it just it makes it awkward and weird. Uh, yeah. And it's a, and you didn't need to. You already had your own like safety blanket of she doesn't know Ben is Obi Wan. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's the the dumbest disguise name in the history of fake names. Ben Kenobi. That can't be Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, old ben, <laughs> oh, yeah. you, do you mean old Ben? He lives out past the dunes. Hey, well, yeah. the, 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 the but, best but, one that but called But you at least had that. that. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, the, the best one that called light to that was the, the Seth MacFarlane family guy. Family guy. Parody, where he's like, old Obi-Wan Kenobi. I wonder if he means old Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Uh, but anyway. I, I just if we go if there's another season of this and I've, I keep going back and forth on do I want to see more or not and ultimately yeah I do I want to see you McGregor Ewan McGregor uh, battling uh, stormtroopers and and inquisitors and I want to see him throw on that old Clone Wars armor I don't care why I just want to see him wear it um, I do want more stories but for the love of God quit throwing in. OG trilogy characters that haven't met him yet or shouldn't know him yet. There's an entire universe to go out and explore. There's an entire rebellion still in its infancy. There's plenty for him to do. We don't need the stakes or the MacGuffin to be Luke. Like, stop. Uh, I agree. We don't, don't don't throw in a young Han Solo in season two. Like don't fucking don't do it. Yeah. He's, he's got his own issues. Yeah. Now that being said, poor poor solo movie. That being said, you know I love the solo <laughs> movie. I would love to see a Han Solo series that is somewhat of a sequel to it. I'd love to see a follow up movie. I yeah, take take the they were gonna do a trilogy with that. Just take those and do them on Disney Plus. Don't do them as a series. Just do it as a two hour movie and dump it on Disney yeah. Plus. See, you could have made a two hour. Or two hour, two and a half hour Obi Wan movie, again that had absolutely nothing to do with Luke, Leia, or Vader, and people would go see it, like John, because John loves Obi Wan, and there's plenty of people who love Obi Wan who wanted to see Ewan McGregor do Obi Wan again, but you didn't need Luke, Leia, and Vader. That's my point. That's all I'm trying to say. Is like I'm with added... you on Luke and Leia. I disagree with you on Vader. Um, and the other thing that really I wanted to see more of, because there's so much dramatic potential there, and this is something me and Scott have talked about, the Qui-Gon cameo. Which we all knew was coming. Yeah. Because uh, just like the F-14s in Top Gun Maverick, they called their really? shot from episode one. Um, uh, I'm going to quote, uh, or misquote terribly, uh, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Were you waiting for the opportune moment? Because it just walked out. Yeah. Uh, we knew there was a Qui-Gon cameo coming at some point in this show, despite whatever Liam Neeson might have lied to the press about. We knew it was coming. Uh, and you, you you fucked it up. You missed your opportune moment. 
the cameo we get at the very end where he just appears and well, you still got a little ways to go. That can still stay there. I'm fine with that. Fine. But the first time that Obi-Wan does finally reach out and, and communicate with Qui-Gon should have been while he was buried under the rubble. Yep. Uh, trying to find the eye of the tiger to get up and finish the fight. That was the opportune moment. Yep. And it, yeah, it like, baffles my mind why they didn't well, do that. And also, and also, like, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase the line. The line that I'm gonna give here is not the line that needs to be in, but just the spirit of the line that needed okay. to be in this. Okay. Okay. Is when Obi Wan is down there in the pit because Vader did that awesome, you know. You know, ground punch, force pull down, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and got him in the pit and everything. And Vader is standing over. Him. Why did we not get a who's got the high ground now, bitch? Moment? I was yeah. waiting for that. Yeah. I was waiting for. Uh, I was waiting for Vader to say, "Now I have the high ground." Exactly. Like, he was standing on the edge of that pit, and he never. Exactly. Said it. Why is this line not in there? <sighs> and he just walks away. Him. Like you're telling me. Jedi who can sense the death of people who are close to them from half a fucking galaxy away, and Vader cannot tell that Obi Wan is not dead at the bottom of that pit. Huh. I guess you could say he didn't see that coming, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That like whole Reva? sequence. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no. I mean, there's there, there, there's no Qui Gon moment. There's no high ground moment, and Vader apparently just walks the fuck away because, well, he doesn't think he can sense if Obi-Wan actually dies or not. Even though we've established that, you know, he can sense his presence, you know, when he's on the same fucking space station. That whole sequence is fucking bullshit. Uh, Missed opportunity. They had a really cool setup. They they failed to cash in on it. I I was just thinking about this because we've made this joke a couple of times about sar- surviving a, a lightsaber wound uh-huh. and the fact that Riva survived the being stabbed with the lightsaber twice. Um, she wasn't the first one. How about the grand inquisitor? He got stabbed with a lightsaber. Oh, God. He showed back up with absolutely no explanation whatsoever. Other than he had to, because we've seen his death. The right? only explanation we... I can give for that is the writers were trolling fans. Because literally, he just walks back into a shot. Hey, I'm still here. I'm, I'm going to take that pin back real quick. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm out. Okay. Can, can I use this as a jumping off of, of, of the things that are wrong with, with, with Act 3 of this story? This is about to be a Scott rant, then yes. It's yes. going to be a Scott rant. This pisses right, everyone, me off. Everyone strap in. Because, okay. So... Going into Act Three of this, you've got that whole moment that Reva has with Obi Wan when they're they're on the two sides of the door, you know. Yep. And he's talking to her, and he's kind of sensing, and he's like, "Wait a second, you're you're not after me. You're 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 not you're not serving him. You're hunting him." And in that moment is when we're supposed to have the revelation that apparently Reva's hard on for Obi Wan Kenobi was just to draw Vader to her side to get him close enough to her so that she could kill him. Which, okay, it's a little convoluted because her, her thing, her motivations seem different, but okay, you're going to write it that way. That's fine. So Obi-Wan's like, okay, we can help each other. We can do this. You know, you can use this. 
you know, I'm I'm gonna escape. He's gonna be so focused on me that he won't see you coming. You can use me as a diversion. You know, blah 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 blah. I can you're you know you're not bringing me to him. I'm bringing him to you. Blah 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 blah. Okay, cool. So then we get you know Obi Wan is on the transport, and the transport takes off, and Vader walks in, and he reaches out, and he pulls the transport back down, and he rips the wall off, which makes for a great looking scene, by the way. Looks fucking awesome. But then all of a sudden, aha, it's a bait and switch. I'm really on the other transport. <laughs> and the transport leaves. Wait, when did Marvin the Martian come in? I'm confused. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So Obi-Wan leaves. Reva then walks up behind Vader. And does she try to kill him while he's quote unquote distracted? No. Apparently she waits for him to have his moment. And she's like, I'm just going to stand here. Finally, Vader notices her. He's like, oh, hey, look at you. And she decides to monologue for a minute. And then she tries to kill him, which Vader is like, yeah, you're nothing to me. Do you? Did you think I not know who you were? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Stab you. Ha, ha, ha. I'm Vader. And now I'm going to go after Obi-Wan, which we've already covered the fact that it, the time it takes him to get back to his Star Destroyer and go after Obi-Wan, she apparently can recover and get all the way to fucking Tatooine to go after Luke for no damn apparent reason other than she just heard the Tatooine and the name Lars and decided, hey, this is something I should now do, which makes no sense plot-wise at all. Why do we have, like, that, that whole sequence is just annoying as shit. It makes no sense. Everything they set up just just does not play out, and then of they course are they are awarded no points. Exactly, we, we are now dumber, dumber for having listened to it. For having watched that entire sequence, we are dumber for it. You know, uh, no, I'm, so hang on. Go ahead, go ahead. So, so back up. If you back up and you go with, because you got to bring the Inquisitor back, because yeah, they they tried to kill him, quote unquote, kill him off. Blah 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 blah. So, Which is dumb. Just make it another Inquisitor. It doesn't but, have to be the Grand Inquisitor. But it, but but we, we're at this point in Act Three, we're given what we're given. So right. so going forward with that, the way this entire sequence should have played out is Obi Wan is on the transport. Screw this whole bait and switch transport bullshit. He's on the transport. Vader walks in, you know, grabs the transport with the Force. He's pulling it back down, which is a dramatic scene. Reva then ignites her lightsaber and starts wailing on Vader while he's doing that because he is <laughs> distracted. You know, that's the whole point of the ambush. So Vader ignites his lightsaber and is fending her off as best he can one-handed, but he doesn't want to let Obi-Wan go. And that's his Achilles heel. That is what's giving Reva the edge in this fight. So Reva is doing everything she can. She is balls to the wall fighting Vader, and he's trying to hold on to, to Obi-Wan because he doesn't. he's in his clutches. He's here. He can't let him go. This is what he's fixated on. Reva lands two, one or two really good lucky blows on the armor and actually damages uh, 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 Vader's armor. Vader goes to one knee. Reva has him on the ropes. He drops his lightsaber. He still, he desperately wants to. Reva has him. Is this it? Are we actually, you know, obviously we can't kill Vader because we know where he dies, but blah, 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 blah. That's when the Grand Inquisitor comes in. 
and starts the fight with Riva. You leave Vader alone, um, and you can see his armor sparking, and 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 that's how Obi Wan gets away because he literally has to he has to drop Obi Wan to 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 regain his armor uh, or to to recover from that. Uh, meanwhile. Uh, the Grand Inquisitor is fighting Reva, and she's like, I thought you died. Oh, foolish child, we knew all along what you were planning. My my death was really a ruse, blah, 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 blah. We actually get a fucking explanation. That is how that entire fucking sequence should have panned out, and she should die at the end of that. No Luke, no fucking going to Tatooine for whatever. That's, yeah, that's how that sequence should have played out. Not, not... Oh, there's a whole other transport. We fooled you. Ha ha. See you later. And then Reva just walks up and stands behind Vader for 10 to 15 seconds until he's like, oh, hey, you're here? Okay. What the fuck ever? That whole sequence was bullshit. Scott. Yeah. I just want to say. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I have nothing really to add to that. Uh, That would have been a thousand times cooler. Um, I, I wouldn't have uh, Reva fight with the Grand Inquisitor. I would just have him walk up behind her and stab him because that's what Inquisitors do. They're yeah. they're Sith. Yeah, uh, something. And, but, but and, yeah, and, and I, I just, the image of, of Vader's clenched fist holding Obi Wan in one hand and having to fend off this fly with the other, and, and yeah. getting to the point where he has to—it's that indie, you know—the yeah. let it go, son thing yes. of like, he has to just fine. Yes, uh, that's great. Yeah, that is a much more emotionally cool moment. Yeah. The, then what we got there uh yeah the, the second ship thing was stupid um i the only argument i would give uh, in, in favor of the way the show does it is uh obi-wan's motivation he doesn't give a shit about giving reva her revenge he's using her to get away yeah. uh, if you don't think obi-wan is cold enough to use someone's revenge to help him and a bunch of other people escape then you don't know obi-wan kenobi uh, yes, he's a Jedi, and the Jedi are supposed to be honorable and whatnot. Uh, but the Jedi Order is destroyed, so it's time to fight dirty. Uh, we know he's he's capable of it. Uh, that was one of the few things I liked is is him seeing. Oh, this is what Reva really wants. Oh, okay, I can use that. Okay, yeah. Uh, and, and Vader even saying, you know, he Obi Wan was wise to I forget what he says use you against me or something. Um, yeah, uh, never yeah. forget. Never forget. This is a guy whose plan was to train Luke to kill his own father. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a great line, too. If, uh, yeah, like, you know, Reva's doing her thing. She gets a couple of lucky hits on on Vader, you know, and he finally has to let the transport go in order to to focus on Reva. Otherwise, he knows he's going to lose the fight. Like, he yeah. has to make the decision. And then literally as Reva's dying, you know, you know, Obi-Wan was wise to use you against me. That is yep. a beautiful yep. line. It's a callback. You are nothing but a pawn in this. Yes. Scene. God, that's a great line. That's a beautiful Disney, line. we're available, guys, really. We're giving you gold here. Uh, hey, uh, Scott. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that, you know, in that final fight scene between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, when uh, Obi-Wan slices his helmet open, um, he was actually breathing more oxygen out than he was oh. in. Why are you trying so, to rant or so, rant? So, 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 hang on. So this is this is going to bring me. This is going to bring me to the second half of my Obi Wan Kenobi Part Three rant. Okay. Okay. And it's not really a rant. It's just kind of a. It's 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 a cop out. Because 
this whole final fight with Vader where you get, you know, that that great that great fight with Vader and this showdown and this reckoning and he 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 slashes open the helmet and you have this blending of, you know, uh James Earl Jones's voice along with Hayden Christensen's voice. This would have been so great had we not already fucking seen this fight in in Rebels season 2. Don't care still awesome. It is still awesome, but we've already seen it. It's a don't it, care it, still it, awesome. It's a, it's a rehash. It's a rehash. I've already seen this fight. I don't need to see this fight again. Hey, hey, this hey, is Ahsoka's know, fight. You know who hasn't seen uh, Vader with the helmet half slashed off and Anakin underneath? Obi Wan. Don't care. Don't it's care. his show, so it's all about him. So yeah, don't care. yes. Hello, waiter. This whole thing's already been done. This whole fight has already been done. If you want to get that picky about it, most of this show has already been done. You played uh, Fallen Order. That is true. Yeah, you, you Look, got, let's not act like that's the only thing we cribbed from other Star Wars shit. Go ahead, Jay. Sorry. Uh, hello, waiter. I'd like to order the eggs and um, corned beef rehash, please. Yeah. Okay. I had I had to wait a while because I uh, sorry. Yeah, it was, it was a joke. Although it's funny that you bring up the whole the the whole Martian XX oxygen thing because I was actually thinking about that today. God, it's not a rant. It's not a rant. You see not a rant. It's not. Okay. I, I was watching Apollo thirteen today, um, and uh, uh, it came to the part where they had the the CO two you know was building up and they had to build the excess filter, and I'm like. NASA, you didn't have to go through all this. You're forgetting about the excess oxygen that they're putting into the system by their own breathing. Yeah, no, 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 no. That was on Mars. Fucking bullshit. They're in space. It's different. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, look, Scott, I, I'm glad you bring the point up because <clears throat> people have bitched about it, uh, to which I say, fuck you, it's awesome. Uh, I don't care if animation did it first. I don't care. It was still an awesome moment. It was a deserved earned moment from Hayden Christensen. It was an awesome moment to see them, the two look Anakin in the eye. And we get that, that, another uh, line that sent goosebumps uh, up my spine of the, I am not your failure. You didn't kill Anakin. I did. Awesome. Yeah. I, I agree with you completely. Hayden Christensen Ewan McGregor did beautifully in this scene. That is a great line. I agree with you. It does look awesome to see it. The thing that pisses me off is the writers just wrote what's already been written. And that pisses me off. Sir, sir. Terminator 2, sir. You know my problems (laughs) with Sir, sir. Evil Dead 2, sir. (laughs) Just because it's already been done doesn't mean we can't do it better. Uh, anyway, I, think I, in my opinion, and, and this is something uh-huh. Obi-Wan Kenobi does not do it better. In my opinion, uh, Rebels is better. I think it does because Rebels, uh, doesn't, the scene doesn't really end. It just stops. Uh, and, and this, this is, a, this is an actual scene with stakes in the beginning and a middle and an end. And the Rebels thing was a cliffhanger that we didn't get back around to for like two seasons. Um, so I don't care. Uh, I think because yeah, yeah, we we end in is Ahsoka dead or not? We don't know. Yeah. And freaking yeah. have to go save her from the void between realms thing. I, yeah. I, uh, I, yeah. I, you know, I get the I get the argument. The argument holds water. You you you've got a valid point. <laughs> save that. I want to have that. You've got a valid point. I always admit when you have a valid point. I just want to you say know what, that though? for random stuff now. Go ahead. Sorry. 
Anyway, yes, yeah, you know what though, Scott? The the whole reasoning behind John's that Obi Wan did it better was because Obi Wan, Obi Wan, Obi Wan, Obi Wan, Obi Wan, Obi Wan, Vader, Obi Wan, Anakin, Obi Wan, Obi Wan, Rebels, Obi Wan. Let's say Rebush Push, yeah. Yum Nub, Obi Wan. Um. So I we we look. We have taken this show to task, uh, and and I feel there are plenty of valid complaints about the show. Like I said at the beginning of this show, uh, I think it has great moments, but it's a rocky road between those great moments. I don't want this to just be us bashing on it for forever. So I want to highlight one of the things I loved about this show. Um, we've talked about bits of it, but in episode four of the series, when we see... Obi-Wan Kenobi invading the Fortress Inquisitorius, which is just a really fun name to say. Um, <laughs> I love it is. that name for it. It's, it's very Warhammer 40k, too. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, but we get, and, and keep in mind, this is coming right after the heels of getting his ass handed to him uh, and, and having the revelation that Anakin is alive and, and this is what he's become and that has got rolled through fire. And he's, he's arguably at the lowest point even, which is saying something, because even in the first episode, he's pretty low. Uh, but Obi-Wan at his lowest point, this episode is about beginning to rebuild his confidence and his skill and building Obi-Wan back up to get to that Eye of the Tiger, to get to that rematch. Because we're playing the Rocky playbook, because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, but seeing him running around in an Imperial installation... Uh, using the Jedi noise make trick to distract stormtroopers and blocking blaster bolts and taking out droids. And the first time in live action, we see a lightsaber fighting against stormtrooper armor. That whole sequence where he's in the torture chamber to, to break out Leia and it's dark and you just see the blade ignite and whoosh, oh, whoosh, yeah. and the blade goes in. That whole episode was like, yes, give yes. me more of this. Yes. Well, the fact that he was igniting attack, attack, and he would extinguish the, yes. the, the saber and plunge everything into darkness again. It, it <sighs> That episode felt like, to me, the first like visual and, and story bridge between General Kenobi of the Clone Wars and the Ben Kenobi we know from later. Uh, it, it, was, it was a perfect marriage of the two. Yeah. Uh, and, and all the things we go through, and again, such a huge dangling plot thread of, oh, now I know why this place had such a a, a a vibe or a feeling to it is there's Jedi down here. Are they dead? Are they in a suspended animation? Are these trophies? Are we keeping them for cloning of 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 Palpatine? That is a big dangling plot thread. Oh, it uh, is. Yeah, that I, again, if we do a season two, and I go back and forth even if we should or not, but if we do... That's something we need to pick up on. Personally, I want a season two. Um, but I also want I also want a Vader series, you know, because I want to like that that the whole thing at the end when he's talking to Palpatine is like you said the most character aspect. I want more character Vader and less force unleashed Vader. Fair enough. Um, but um, but well, you know, you you dangle the 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 whole carrot in front of me like. Are these Jedi in the what? What is it called? Fortress? What? What was it called again? What's Fortress that? Inquisitorius. Fortress Inquisitorius, like run by the Grand Inquisitor Juan Sanchez Villalobo Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's just my fan fiction. Sorry, Chief Inquisitorius yes. to uh, Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, that sash um, was a gift to him <laughs> from the Queen of uh, Insert Star Wars Planet here, Alderaan. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Queen of Tatooine. Actually, that works better. Queen <laughs> yeah, that's alliteration too. <laughs> king of King of Alderaan and the uh, First Man. First of his but, name. But, um, <laughs> titles, titles, ben titles. The <laughs> but you know the the whole collection of Jedi, like either either completely dead or you know in stasis or whatever, for the purposes of cloning. You know, it it kind of it 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 tickles my old expanded universe, my old school pre Disney Star Wars. Feelings a little bit presence you've not felt since since yeah exactly because in in the original Thrawn trilogy, you know, written by 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 Zahn, yeah, yeah, who 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 wrote the new new Thrawn stuff going into Rebels and stuff, which I'm looking forward to seeing more Thrawn, you know, in the Ahsoka series. Um, there was a there was the there was a clone of a Jedi. His name was Joris Kaboeth. Now, whether we get Joris Kaboeth brought back into it or not, or how I'm probably mispronouncing it because we never had a live action pronunciation of his name, but or if we just had, you know, the 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 concept brought into a new new form, you know that that idea. Uh, just intrigues the hell out of me. Will we eventually get the clone of Luke named Luke? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Look, there's greatness in the old EU, but there's also some stupid shit. There's also some stupid shit in the old EU. You're not wrong. Cherry picking is our best option there. Yes. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Uh, especially partnered with the whole revelation of the path, uh, that there are people who were trying to help the Jedi uh, and and or force sensitive people uh, to smuggle them to safety. That partnered with this whole, there's Jedi down here. I, and again, are they dead? Are they alive? I, I, don't, I don't think they're alive, because uh, if they were alive, we just have them in carbonite. Uh, they're in this weird, so I feel like they're kind of trophies. But also at the same time, and I didn't notice this to like my third watch through, but on the Fortress Inquisitorius in the uh, like conference table room uh, for the Inquisitors, uh, ringed around them, there's that, like that red lining. But if you look really closely, in that red lining are lightsabers. So like they already have trophies from Jedi they've killed. Um, so having the actual Jedi and their lightsabers might be a bit redundant. So maybe there's more to it than just their trophies. Um, uh, I saw an interesting, I think... I read an article uh-huh. that the hypothesis was that they were using the Jedi like they did um, in Rebels. Was it Rebels? To draw another Jedi. Yeah. To draw another Jedi, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. So, like, they have, you know, this entire supply of bait, basically, okay. to draw out Jedi. And, like, the reason that it was getting more difficult to find Jedi like remaining Jedi is because they have so many in their collection. Like they just keep adding to the collection. So they have to go actually hunt the Jedi now instead of just baiting them in. Right. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Uh, yeah. Cool plot threads. Again, there's enough still on the table. I can see them doing another, season of obi-wan but my caveat being get it away from um 
original trilogy stuff. Do not bring in any other original trilogy. Just have Han or just have Obi-Wan go off on an adventure to figure out why those Jedi are there and to, to figure out what's happened with the path and maybe help the, the resistance or sorry, the rebellion a little bit. Uh, like Jay said, there are plenty of cool stories you can tell with Obi-Wan off planet, off Tatooine that don't have to involve all the legacy characters. And there's one sequence. I was hoping we'd get it here. I knew it was probably too much to hope for. But now that we know Liam Neeson's game to come back, I want to see a sit-down between Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon so we can hash some shit out. (laughs) Uh, I want to see... And that was the thing I was waiting for for Qui-Gon to come in when when Obi-Wan was buried. Because, again, Obi-Wan's carrying all this guilt. Uh, yeah. And eventually it, it's it's Anakin himself who releases him from that guilt. But I thought, okay, th- that's perfect for Qui-Gon to come in and say, Anakin, this was never your burden. I was the one who thought he was th- that Anakin was the chosen one. I was the one who made you swear to train him. This is my failure, not yours. I was waiting for Qui-Gon to come in and release him from that burden, that yeah. guilt, and then get the eye of the tiger and go back and win the fight. Um, we didn't get that. Fine. I like what we got instead. I like Anakin being the one to say, I'm not your fa- failure. That was cool. Um, Ryan Johnson, take note. That's how you should uh, defy expectations in a good way. Um, sorry, side note. But <laughs> I still want to see a sit-down between Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. I'm like, so... The fuck, man? <laughs> boy, you called that wrong, didn't you? Yeah, boy, he did. Chosen you. one, my ass. Uh, just, again, just to see the two of them. So much has happened uh, since the end of episode one. Uh, I just, I want to see them have a good sit down. Um, oh. Whatever form that takes. But yeah, yeah. sorry. That was my one thing. I would love to see a second season because okay. where the first season left off, we've got more story to tell. I agree. Certainly. We don't need to, we don't need to bring original trilogy characters into it. We don't need to tie back in. Just give us, you know, uh, give us, uh, Obi-Wan with a new, new whole thing. And, you know, um, look, yeah. look, Disney, I'll throw you a bone. Put Rex in it. <laughs> he, he knows Obi-Wan already. You can kind of bridge that gap between cartoon animated and when he shows up as old man in Return of the Jedi. You can kind of bridge. Uh, you can have Rex. There you go. There's your one. Yeah, you used uh, uh, what's his name? Tamara Morrison, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, Tamara Morrison. Yeah. Oh, Buffett. Yeah, you, you used him <laughs> in this one. He was he was in Obi Wan. So it was a fun cameo. It was. Uh, uh, but yeah. I'm just going to say after Book of Boba Fett and now Obi-Wan, I'm really hoping Mandalorian season three can like, you know, get me back well, into looking forward to more Star Wars series. Well, you got we, Andor first. So. Yeah. Well, and also we've seen, you know, we've seen Mandalorian season 2.5. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, and that was good. That was arguably the best part of Book of Boba Fett. Uh, yeah. Yeah, at least Obi-Wan Wait. was in every episode of the show called Obi-Wan Kenobi. So there, so we have Cassie and Andor's? Andor's next off. up. Um, and then I 
think it'll be Mando. Yeah, because Mando season three will be like February. Uh, and then I believe Ahsoka. I could be wrong on that. Because um, Ahsoka is shooting now. I, I oh, got really uh, Bad Batch is though. in there somewhere too. Sorry. Uh, oh, I got confused when you said uh, Andor because I thought you said Endor. And I was like, Jesus, they're making a yeah. streaming series about <laughs> freaking Endor. Yes. Endor. Yub Nub Revenge. Yep. Uh, oh, see, see I was I was gonna go with uh, Caravan of Revenge. <laughs> Caravan of Revenge. Yub <laughs> Nub strikes back. Yub Nub strikes Cap- back. Exactly. Happy <laughs> Life Day, everybody. Uh, <laughs> very good. Anyway. Yeah, I, again, I, I think there's enough. You could do another season. Uh, you, I, just, there's some pitfalls you need to avoid here. Uh, I also think we really need to get together and uh, the shows need to coordinate. The volume is awesome uh, from a technical standpoint. It is it is amazing. And from a production standpoint, it is a lifesaver. It is the only reason we're getting some of these shows on time uh, in, in, in a post-COVID world <clears throat> um, where you can shoot on. The volume is the giant uh led like cyclorama screen that they shoot all these things on uh, it's like the next step from blue screen but it's starting to show its limitations there are some scenes mostly action sequences in this show where the blocking is just awkward as hell and the camera angles don't help it any uh that whole thing with the stormtroopers rushing in uh when they're trying to to, to get to the people in in, in uh, at the path or whatever when they're just literally just two groups of people mashing together, and but no one's hitting anything. Uh, it was just like the most awkward action sequence I've seen in probably anything in a very long time. And and there were a few other examples, but that's the one that really sticks out of my head. Is just like this looks and feels awkward. Uh, so we need to give all of our directors a crash course on okay, here's how to film action in the volume. Because uh, Favreau and Filoni do it great. Uh, and, and when it's just two guys fighting with lightsabers, this show is awesome. Uh, but when the action gets any more intense than that, it gets a little awkward sometimes. That's all I got. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, well. Anything uh, else I to do, get out? I just, okay. Yeah, I just want to throw in there that Megan had a few great comments while watching it. Okay. Um, she... She said when Obi-Wan and Leia are like hugging and giving their goodbyes when he goes to Alderaan, uh-huh. you know, she goes, oh, and hey, you have a twin brother that lives on Tatooine. Don't make out with him later. <laughs> hey, if you ever have kids and one of them accidentally sets the carpet on fire, take it easy on him. <laughs> It was just funny. When you ever meet the like, cute farm boys from Tatooine? Maybe to check a birth certificate before you make out. <laughs> she said, "I think she said the same thing when Obi Wan finally meets Luke, and he's like, you know, oh, hello there.' And it's like, oh, by the way, you have a twin sister. Um, just so you know. Oh, by the way, Darth Vader's your father. Uh, that's a thing. <laughs> I know who your real father is. It was just funny to throw those comments out there." Thank Megan for her color commentary. Love it. That was great. I laughed. I laughed about it. So I laughed. I cried. I laughed, Scott. Oh, sorry. Let's see. 
Yeah. Oh, that, that was that was an accident. Here, let's just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't work when everybody's actually laughing at the same time the clip goes off. See, so wait. <laughs> there it goes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make babies with her. Whoa! Oh, whoa! 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 <laughs> All right. That's a little intense. Okay. Hey, it's not my fault. You're the one that said it and gave it to me in a soundboard to be used, you know, when referencing my wife in a, in a, in a later episode. Okay. <laughs> so that's our thoughts on Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this show that was completely made up on the spot. Um, what did you think of Obi-Wan? Uh, should it get a season two? If so, what should happen? Uh, if you want to hear what a season two could be, uh, dig through the archives and check out the episode Jay and I did way back in the day called I'd Watch That, where we literally give you our story pitch for an Obi-Wan Kenobi story set between episodes uh, three and four. <clears throat> yeah. That was, was great. I'd watch that. I would have watched the shit out of that one. <clears throat> that was a fun time. Uh, until then, till next week, this has been your weekly Nerd Alert. Uh, I have something here. I don't know if it's appropriate because it, I have it is not, to... and I know what it is. Don't you dare play it. No, no, it's not that. Oh, I have something okay. else. Okay, I haven't okay. had a chance ahead, to then. preview it, so I don't know if it'll work. All right, here we go.